Hey guys, Corey Davis here talking about some running training on a new episode of the Warm Up Podcast. So I talked about a couple weeks ago that we did the Hyrox affiliation and then part of that was getting a certification as a Hyrox trainer. And I'll be honest with you, not that I'd normally lie on these things, but that certification did not teach me a lot about training. One, I've been training for a very long time and done a lot of work in terms of studying and trying to get better. And so I don't really talk about like certifications I get. Maybe that can be a separate podcast on me thinking certifications as a rule are not that cool and not that good as a general rule. But it is nice to like support an organization. So like you want High Rocks to do well, which I do. I like to their stuff and I want to see the company succeed. So cool. I will get their certification and I'll support them. The information was stuff that I know in terms of like how to mix running and cardio and strength training and how to prepare for an event that could take you anywhere from 48 minutes if you are in a pair setting the world record in doubles or three hours if you're one brave soul I saw in Dallas calmly walking around the outside of the track making it much much farther than if he was on the inside how to prepare for an event like that but there was one thing that stuck out to me which was like hey as a coach if you get people into high rocks it's an opportunity to coach running and I was like man I suck at that I have a blog post on this coming out at some point soon and my line from the blog post is like, if you want to talk about deadlifting, I have a 5,000 word essay for you. And that's not a joke. It's a humorous statement, but it's, it's not, not true. I literally wrote out a like legitimately 10,000 word document on how to deadlift, like all the tips and tricks and programming notes I have and frequency and if you're bad at deadlifting in this position, do this. If you're bad at deadlifting in this position, do that. All sorts of stuff. Literally 10,000 words. It's, it's for our trainers to read so that they make the same decisions I would because I make the best decisions and I want them to also make the best decisions. So I have that. And then for running, it's you know five words. It's see when you get back. And that's literally true. Like I, when people have running in a workout, usually on like the Friday, like FYF workouts or every once in a while in class, we don't program it that often in classes because one, you can run on your own. And so like, let me do something in classes that I can provide value on. And I can't do that on running or so I thought. And also we don't have a great place to run. I, I just have these fears that someone's going to run outside and get hit by a car. So I don't know if you were here like last fall, I did like a big outdoor cleanup specifically so I could run a little loop where you stayed inside mostly and then went outside for a brief stint, but all on concrete that I have complete control over. So you could do some like 100 meter laps indoors. So the thing with the high rock certification, they didn't really talk that much about like how to actually coach it, just that it was an opportunity to actually coach it. And I was like, well, shoot, I can do that. I can actually coach running. So this podcast is my introduction to doing so for you. So most people that I know that talk about running and not running specifically, like if you're already an avid runner, like shoot, stay, stay running, man. Keep, keep going. Just get, keep doing that. You don't have to listen to this podcast. You can turn it off. Um, just mute it. So I still get all the like listening minutes so I can get a sponsorship or whatever. Um, I believe that's the end goal to all podcasts is a sponsorship. If you already run, you don't have to listen to this, but if you don't run, my advice for you and the like types of people I see is typically most people by the time they get to me have run before at some point in their life they ran and the first person I see is like the overdose runner they decided they were going to run and so they signed up for the half marathon did a half marathon 
and then their knees hurt or their hips hurt or their ankles hurt or their calves hurt or their back hurt. And they said, cool, that sucked. I'm not doing that again because running hurts. So I'll address that. There's also the person who just thinks that it'll hurt because they have imagined this. And then there's people with like legitimate, they've injured something. They've run, you know, for a long time. They didn't like jump from nothing all the way to a half marathon and like overdose on it. They just like started running at an early point in their life and they love it, but it hurts them. And so they're trying to figure out something else. So we get a lot of those people coming into the gym where it's like, yeah, I'm going to use this as my new running because I can't run anymore. So I, I don't love that. I, I don't love any of those attitudes. One, I think it's a mistake to not run and then have the first thing you do be a half marathon. I've seen a lot of that. You have to run a fair amount to get to that point. And if you're doing it over a long enough time frame, that's fine. But typically people don't give themselves that much time. So if you ask me for help with a running plan, I will be super, super conservative. And I will be super conservative because I want you to build up slowly so that your tissues, i.e. your back, your hips, your ankles, your knees, your calves, feet, all of that can handle the volume that your cardiovascular system is capable of doing. So like if you're an avid class member and you crush the rowing machine and crush, crush the ski machine and you do like long bike rides, you have a very high cardiovascular threshold. And then if you translate that over to running and you run so hard that it's actually taxing for your cardiovascular system, it will break whatever the weak point is between all those muscles and joints I just named. So I don't think that's a good idea. I think you need to build up slowly and that can be really frustrating for people when they have a high level of fitness and then we're converting it over to running. It's like, this is not a workout. It's like, yeah, no shit. It's not supposed to be a workout. It's supposed to build tolerance so you don't break your knees. So when I have been working with people on their running recently, because I'm trying to get some reps in, so I haven't charged any of these people to do this. I've just started doing it. The thing that I do for them is one, I have a very conservative approach where we're slowly upping the volume which is what I would recommend you to do. That's one of this podcast is you can just go do this now. Slowly up the volume and ignore the fact that you are fit enough to do more and instead accept that you need to go slow so your joints don't hurt. So we're going to build up tolerance slowly. Second, I think you need to start adjusting how you warm up to address those areas. I have like five different knee things five different hip things, three different foot things, two different calf things, one back thing. And the goal with those movements and those mobility things that I have is to make sure that those joints are healthy and feel good so that you can run effectively. So there's some like specific strength training I would do to address that and some specific mobility exercises I would use. And I say mobility instead of stretching because they're not the same thing. And a lot of my stuff is like, kind of like BS massage type stuff, um, like self myofascial release. Go back and listen to the uh, I'll Drop a Roller on You podcast from a few months ago for more information about self myofascial release. That's, a, that's what I want. Eventually, all things that I talk about, I can just reference another podcast for you to go listen to. And you just stay on the Corey Carousel all the time. That is the way I address it. So we have the introduce the running slowly and in small doses so that you don't break yourself and then start doing specific mobility stuff to make sure 
you can strengthen and get into a good position as you run. Um, and if you want those, send me an email, Corey at CorporalTraining.com. I'll probably put it up as a blog post too, just kind of double dip. But until I do that, email me, Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at CorblinTraining.com, and I will send it to you, and you can have it. And then at some point, I'll go, hey, I need you to come on a run with me, and then we'll go for a run. It'll be great. Um, and I'll either feel fast or I'll feel like a good coach because you're doing so well. And either one of those are a great outcome for me. The last thing is I think that a mistake people make with running is they go into it thinking it hurts, and they just like accept that it hurts. And it doesn't have to, and it shouldn't hurt. If you feel like you're running and it hurts, you should stop. And this is not like a call for people being less tough. I think tough is good. I think, you know, having committing to something and finishing it is good. But if it's running and you're just damaging yourself, I think you are being short-sighted. So if you're ever in the middle of a run and you go, ooh, my calf hurts, ooh, my knee hurts, uh, but it's only half a mile left, it's only a mile left, it's only three miles left, it's only five miles left, I need to finish, I think that's a mistake. Unless you're about to set the world record, which you're not, I think that is a mistake. And if you are listening to this and you're setting a world record, please post about you listening to this on Instagram. That, that seems great for my sponsorship opportunities too. Um, you're not going to set a world record. So don't injure yourself in the pursuit of a random run or even like a race. Like, I don't care. Walk the half marathon. Quit the half marathon. It doesn't matter. You can do it again next year. There's one in Disney you can go do. It's awesome. I think that because the word endurance is in the name, and when you picture people finishing a marathon, we think about these like famous people like limping across the finish line and like the bravery and the courage that comes with that. It gives off the idea that like, oh, endurance running means I must endure a lot of pain. And I just think that's a bad attitude and it's just setting up for failure. So my rules for you running, if you are not currently a runner, is you need to start super slow. Do some walk jogs, slowly introduce it, microdose it, start doing specific mobility stuff, which I can send you and I'm offering to send you right now for free for whatever joint gives you issues. And then finally, you're going to stop trying to run through pain and instead recognize that the pain you're feeling is a bad thing and it's a warning that you should stop before you do real damage because I've seen way too many, many people do real damage and now they can't run. And that means their movement options are limited. It means that they have this activity that's like forbidden for them, which sucks. Um, running is great. Running is a really nice activity for when you are on vacation and want to get a workout in and also want to like explore the area. So like I got a video the other day from my mom that was her jogging in Nice, France. And that's awesome. That's an amazing way to be able to explore a city a little bit. And to have the ability and the freedom to do that is something I would like for all of our members. So I said earlier that we don't do a lot of running in Corbin because it's not something I have the opportunity to coach. I still don't know that we'll do a ton of running because I'm not sure what it would look like to coach running in a group fitness class. I need to like think about that and become smarter so I can think about how that would actually look and what that would look like. But there's definitely an opportunity to provide value there. There's absolutely an opportunity for us to provide value as coaches when someone's doing a running workout. I could talk about how to strike and I could talk about how to land. I could talk about like how to swing your arms. I could talk about where your chest should be, how you should be breathing, where your head should be as you land, et cetera, et cetera. There's definitely things I could do and I should start doing them. Um, so that was my big takeaway from like the high rock certification was just like, man, 
I've given this excuse of like, well, when people run, they run, and you just don't do anything with them. That's that's a terrible attitude. I've written a ton of running programs for people, and I never once like talked to them about like how to warm up. I just give them like, hey, here's a workout to do. Do these things, um, and that's a mistake. I apologize to people from a decade ago. I can do better now. I'm sorry that I used to be dumb. I hope in another five years I apologize for something I've said this year because I've rethought it and become better and have a new opinion on it. I thank you guys for listening. If you want help with some running stuff, reach out to me, Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, at CorbinLandTraining.com. If you are a runner and you want to introduce strength training because you've heard that it's good and you want to strength train for you know, maximum longevity because you've heard that muscle is a really good way to live for a long time, which it is, uh, reach out and I can get you in touch with one of our trainers and we can start you on a program. If you want to weight train because you think it'll help bulletproof you for injuries, yep, it will. Reach out and we can train you on that. And if you want to weight train because you are a runner and you think that you could weight train to get yourself faster, I absolutely agree. Reach out and we can help with that. And if you are a weight training person, who's like, man, this hybrid stuff looks pretty cool. I can also be like Corey and be mediocre at running and mediocre at lifting. And that sounds so much better than just being mediocre at lifting. Then reach out. We can coach you. I would love that. That's actually why I started Corblin, so I could coach you in these types of things. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a great week. And if you have any further questions for me, hit me up on Corey at CorblinTraining.com or on Instagram at Mr. Corblin and say, hey, Corey, here's a good podcast topic for you. I'd love to hear you answer this because, man, I run out of things to say in these podcasts. You guys have a great week. Bye.